If it's happening in New York or across the globe, learn why it matters first on Kevin McCullough Radio. All right, friends, uh, Shelly Goldberg is back with us and we are talking about uh, on the Parenting Express every week. We're just we're just taking simple little things that you can do to become a better parent uh, and and help you manage the whole task of parenting a little bit better. Shelly, I was thinking about you earlier in the show when Kelsey Bowler was with me and, you know, she's just had her third and she's got three now under four. Um, and you know, we, we forget some of us that have gotten a little ways down the path, just how sometimes it seems overwhelming, uh, for parents to face the, uh, the idea of parenthood. Um, but that's why we do this. We do this to help people. Um, and you started a series last uh, time we were together on the whole issue of stress. And I, I can't wait to talk about uh, the next chapter. Well, thank you, Kevin. This is something we're going to revisit, uh, over and over again, because, uh, the stress levels are just through the roof. Right. You know, whether it's the economy, I mean, just even going back to school in September for kids, that's overwhelming. Uh, it's overwhelming for mom and dad. You can only imagine what it's like for your kids. So we're going to come up with tips. We're going to share them with your audience and we'll dip in and out of this throughout the year. Uh, here are ways to de-stress your kids, mom and dad, and also to de-stress yourself. Number one, just ask. Ask your kids. When you're feeling overwhelmed, stressed, anxious, if you ask Jonathan, for example, Kevin, he might say to you, you know, Dad, when I ride my bike, I forget everything. (laughs) That's what I love to do the best. So, So ask and observe. And that toolbox is worth a fortune because that's where you can help kind of motivate your kids, move them. You know, when you see that they're stressed out by life, by everything that's going on, you can remember that Jonathan loves to ride his bike or he loves to, you know, to sit down with a box of Legos. So again, just ask and observe. That's number one. Number two, you want to teach your kids to have a positive mindset. And this is going to go on for a lifetime, but certainly until they're 18 years of age. What does that mean? You want to teach them to identify what they can and cannot control. You can't control the COVID pandemic, but you can control taking care of your health, getting a great night's sleep, eating healthy. If you don't like your friends, you can control making a decision that you're going to go and attempt to make new friends. So learning the difference between what you can and cannot control. Also, you want to teach your kids to see that there's good, there's something good happening in everything, even something that's stressing them out. You want it's almost teaching them reflexive, reflexively to ask themselves, there's got to be something good in this. Mm. What's the good in this? And sit down and help them find out what it is. Three, teach your kids that to add the word yet to the end of a sentence. So when your son Jonathan says, Dad, I don't get it. I don't get this math. You say, Jonathan, you don't get it yet. So by adding yet, it's, I know that's, you're frustrated now, you're stressed out now, there's anxiety now, but but repetition, we're going to keep moving. You're you're having them reach for the positive. Four, you want to make sure that by the end of the day, there's creativity in the McCullough household. Because creativity is a great de-stressor. So what do I mean by that? By the end of the day, ask yourselves, did my kids 
Did they write a short story? Did they sing? Did they dance in the living room? Paint? Do some woodworking? There should be some kind of creative activity that occurred with your children and even with yourself and your wife, the missus, by the end of the day. Five, use your hands. People who knit and crochet, Kevin, report a heck of a lot less stress. Uh, that's why, you know, I, I, I know that when I'm, when I'm feeling stressed, I immediately find myself doing housework because it's, it's very de-stressing because I'm using my hands. So you want to teach your kids, whether it's cooking, Lego building, robotics, helping dad paint a fence, petting the dog. Anything with your hands is going to bring down the stress level. Number six, talking to someone. That brings down stress. Now, that sounds easy enough, but the important point here is that with children, talking to them in the right way is what works. And that means not looking at them in the eye the way you would with an adult. When you're with an adult, you want them to look at you. You feel you're being seen and heard. Children often do a heck of a lot better if it's side by side. If you're engaged in an activity, driving in the car, raking the leaves, that's when kids feel more comfortable kind of letting go and telling you how, how they're feeling. So you have to do it in the, in the child's way as opposed to the way two adults would do it. Seven, try to reduce uh, stress. Try and keep the schedule simple or try and keep the schedule busy. What do I mean that, by that? So you have to know your kids. For one kid, they need the, the, the schedule to be reduced and simple. For the other kid, the more activities, the better. Number eight, allow choices in your house. When kids feel they have choices, they feel have, they have control over their environment. And sometimes kids are stressed out because they feel they don't have enough control over their environment. So you might say to your kids, you want to go to sleep at 9 o'clock or 9.10? Do you want pizza or do you want spaghetti? But whenever you can build in choices, even though you know the choices really you know, are not that very different, 9 or 9.15 is not different. But to a younger child, that might seem like a really big difference. And number nine, in the end, find find humor everywhere you can during the day because humor reduces stress, whether it's telling a joke, uh, finding the silliness in events, watching a silly movie together. Great website, Kevin. It's handling stress slash coping skills for kids dot com. Coping skills for kids dot com. Great website. Uh, where there's more information and some of these tips came from your thoughts. Well, I think that um, all of these make sense on so many different levels. And I will say that if you have kids that are already creatively wired, that that getting them to do something creative every day really is uh, important. Um, so I think that the idea of aiming for one little creative thing that they can express themselves in some fashion, you know, before the end of the day, I think that I've, I'd never heard that one, but I think that one makes a lot of sense. And I really love what you said about talking to kids side by side. I know that that's really true for mine. Um, when they are sitting in the, um, front seat of the car with me and they're all, they're all tall enough and old enough to be able to do that. They love sitting in that, uh, in that chair next to mine because they, they just start yapping. They, they just literally launch <laughs> into conversations. Whoever's in the front seat gets to talk to dad. And I think that's become kind of one of their favorite things. So, um, good stuff, Shelly. I look forward to more in the weeks to come. Thank you for your effort with us today. Thank you, Kevin. Kevin McCullough coming right back. Don't go away. <laughs> 